Oh, buddy. Buddy, 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 buddy. How's it going, my friend? I don't know, man. How's anything going? I don't really know anymore. Every day is a blur. Every work's a blur. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a whole thing. Every day uh, is just a drunken stupor when I get home and I'm like, well, I guess we'll do it again tomorrow. <laughs> Wait a second. So it's a drunken stupor when you get home. That means you are already in a drunken stupor <laughs> once you got home. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm home. I don't know where I am. Uh, you're home wherever there's liquor. That's a amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, have you have you started recording yet? I've started recording. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. You, you gonna go then? Uh, I don't know. I don't really feel like it. I I think. Uh, not you know. In case anyone's listening to this, just please send help. Just. In, in general, not necessarily to me specifically, just send help to somebody because someone's for sure going to need it. Someone more than I, but I could also use a little bit. Friends apart. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess we could get going. <sighs> um, oh, fuck, I hate this. How do you so, want to start? <laughs> okay. So, okay. So I think we've had everything by now. We've had self-deprecating starts like, uh, welcome to the world's worst podcast. We've had a uh, very, very uh, proud and, and uh, very, very um, secure starts like, welcome to the world's best podcast. We've had welcome to the world's drunkest podcast <laughs> i'm not sure um it's definitely a podcast that's for sure so welcome to this podcast thanks for joining us um, i hope you downloaded it on purpose uh and um, <laughs> not against your will that would be really unfortunate um, well and and if i mean you're already here so you can you can leave us a follow and maybe you know oh, follow yeah. us on you can you can follow us on twitter at friends apart pod um and yeah, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, check out our Twitter for the world's worst tweets. Um, I think apart from announcing new episodes, we've done like, well, slash I've done like two or three tweets. They've done horrendously. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm, it's tough, man. I haven't you really know, gone back into the history and, and seen what you did, but... I was like, yep. go back and see you're disparaging the Jews or something. Like, <laughs> what, what kind of what kind of stuff are you talking about? What kind of hot knowledge no. you dropping? <laughs> None. I think that's the problem. Uh, so it's it's tough, right? Because like neither you nor I are in in like social media really. Like, yeah, I don't really social, do it. The main social media I'm using is LinkedIn. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The f- the fuck? <laughs> uh, this is what it's like to be a working professional in their thirties. I don't have Facebook. I deleted it uh, a couple of years ago now. I have I have Instagram, but I don't actively mm-hmm. participate in it. I mostly just receive things from from mm-hmm. my uh, fiance. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, LinkedIn mm-hmm. is is my is a is a hot button. Yeah, I mean, I think. To be honest, Instagram and LinkedIn aren't that far apart. But hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, <laughs> They're getting closer. So, I mean, it's basically, in both cases, people trying to sell themselves. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty much it. I mean, on Instagram, they're usually more pushing towards, you know, selling stuff. But I also get, a like, a shit ton of ads. Um on uh, linkedin anyways so i'm not sure and the other part is that people pretend to be someone they're not like definitely um like on linkedin there's this whole i'm sure you've noticed there's this whole uh positivity thing oh yeah people just trying to be like present themselves just overly positively and very very you know encouraging it's like it's like a perpetual uh job interview basically or like a a team building kind of thing it's kind of like super 
not super. It's like, it's a little toxic positivity where if you aren't like, yay, like be your best self. And, and, and but it, there's like very formal language that you're expected to use. And yeah. if you don't, you look out of place and, and uh, it's, it's really kind of toxic, I think. Toxic positivity. That's actually a genius expression. I was looking for something like that uh, last time I talked to a friend of mine about about LinkedIn. Um, because it's just like everyone presents themselves as being constantly hardworking and loving it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, what, that's what they present themselves like. And uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love my job. And I'm quite sure that you love your job as well. Um that's that's not what that's about it's more about you know um so say someone's offering a seminar right which is something that happens frequently on linkedin um they're offering a seminar or maybe are going to be a speaker at a certain event whatever and obviously you're you're never going to state your real opinion about that right i mean if you oh, yeah. if you confirmed uh, being a speaker at a certain event and they, you know, at you um, on this announcement, of course you're going to be like, uh, yeah, oh man, I'm so pumped. Whereas in reality, I mean, let's be honest, I mean, I've been a speaker on several events and I mean, I've never like hated it and stuff, but there have definitely been occasions where even though, I mean, I've never done it you know, for a cause where I wasn't behind the cause itself. But there were occasions where, like, uh, I I don't feel like doing it. Like, you know, I, I have to repair my fence. Um, <laughs> you know, my terrace needs some work. Gotta uh, tend to my apples. Yeah, like, well, you yeah, know. you're you're always putting a, on a performance to. Yeah. But but then the audience is kind of putting on their own performance, where they're like mm-hmm. they're there in a certain. Uh, version of themselves that that mm. are not the person they are when they're at home, mm. and uh, and uh, like I I thought there, I saw one one post like a, I don't know a year ago now and it was somebody talking about how working out and going for a run before they go to work in New York is like the the way to survive and like super healthy. This is how you stay focused and motivated. It's like Tim Cook gets up at 4 a.m. and does an hour of workout before before he goes to Apple. And it's just like, yeah, I don't think you can compare yourself to Tim Cook. Tim Cook does that because if he didn't exercise every morning, he would literally die of of stress overload (laughs) because he is under an enormous amount of pressure being (laughs) like leading that company. That's not the same thing Mm. as you being like a junior sales associate in some New Mm. York firm. Like, (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you too could be the successful. Mm, I don't think so. No, that's not how that works. Those are not cause and effect relationships. I mean, I definitely agree with you um, a lot. Um, But I also got to say, au contraire, buddy. Um, Because... I, I think there's there's definitely something to habits. Well, you know, yeah, that's the other like, side like of it. Co- copying habits from successful people. I mean, um, d- don't get me wrong. I think Elon Musk is probably like the prime example. You could do everything, every single habit that Elon Musk does, and you will never, you would never be as successful as he is because he's just got a mental capacity that is beyond... 99.9999% of people on this earth and apart from that he's also been lucky a few times that's, that's what yeah. successful people are yeah, he, yeah he got lucky and he was at the right place at the right time and yeah that's that and you can go for runs and just drink fucking avocado smoothies all you want um you're probably never going to be the next Elon Musk or the next Tim Cook or whatever. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I mean, you're definitely going to be the next uh, uh, Steve Jobs, uh, that, that is. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> apart from that, uh, yeah. Yeah, like there's something to be said about mental health that's absolutely those kind of things are going to positively impact your life and and like general mm. disposition on a daily basis. Yeah, for sure. And that might mm. lead to better decisions and smarter smarter decision making it but um in general i kind of think like it when you hold people hostage on linkedin by saying if you don't do this you're a piece of shit 
and mm. you uh, and you're never going to be successful. Like, no, that's that's, that's not mm. really how it works. And I and I before I got into the working world, I used to kind of be that way where I was like, this is this is the recipe for success. And then I got into the field and I saw people who were very successful and were just absolute travesties of human beings mm-hmm. and, and just like amorphous blobs of humans. And it's like, it's, it's, it just doesn't work as, as sim- simplified as, as, uh, as some mm. people like kind of like think it does, especially when they lay it out in a biography where you're reading about some person's unique success that they experienced. And, and like, like there's a lot of trial and error there where they did mess up. You're at the right yeah. place at the right time. And and yeah. oh, there's a lot of stuff that they don't yeah. include on in those books either. I call that the Kurt Cobain phenomenon. So mm. um, I've read his biography as well as his diaries actually, because I like as a teen I was obsessed with Nirvana, and um, I think he's the prime example for how a piece of shit human being <laughs> can uh, like you know get famous become famous um just from you know being at the right place at the right time um he was not particularly talented he he just wasn't he wasn't a great singer he wasn't a great musician overall um but he had something that just captured the zeitgeist of like you know early 90s um and he was a very troubled guy as you know psychologically and and socially and he compensated for that with drugs he did a shit ton of drugs famously Mm -hmm. and uh he did that pretty much from the from the get-go and yeah you can show you know interviews of him where he was like uh, really funny and shy and cute and oh look at his blue eyes and yeah he was he was an addict he was like a like one of the worst <laughs> kinds of addicts that he could be he was successful as shit because he was yeah just you know opportunistically enough to be to being able to make it mm-hmm. and he knew the right people at the right time i.e dave grohl who for a reason is still up there you know <clears throat> oh yeah and and um so i think like i'm not calling Kurt Cobain a piece of shit by the way that I was <laughs> exaggerating I'm a very huge fan of his and his music and his work but uh, I think I got my point across so um, what are you gonna do are you gonna start shooting heroin now because he did and he got famous I mean that's just not how how it works so that that's just my point just don't do drugs kids apart from alcohol which is cannabis uh, cocaine LSD DMT, um, uh, MDMA, toilet uh, cleaner, yeah, <laughs> Drano. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, speaking of Drano, um, be- before re- uh, starting the recording, uh, I-, I was guessing what you're drinking right now. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, Drano. <laughs> uh, close. It's a uh, vodka, <laughs> vodka, vodka with a. Uh... Um, peach flavored soda water. Oh, so a uh, Lacroix type of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome! I, we so have, we okay. have our own brand here. Yeah, is is it Perrier? No, it's bubbly. Bubbly. Oh yeah, fuck! I knew that. You told me. Um, yeah, so that's something that we don't really have. Uh, when I was in LA and uh, Jason visited me. Um, so, th- th- <laughs> I was severely getting addicted to LaCroix. <laughs> it's just, it's it's something that we don't have in Germany like that. So, we always used to have flavored water, but uh, it was mostly, um, you know, non-sparkly water, non-carbonated water. And it was usually also flavored with at least some amounts of sugar Yeah, in it. And those, you know, like, zero sugar flavored celsius whatever you want to call them they are really addicting and i get it Uh, i loved them when i was over there and i would have brought uh you know two or three barrels with me (laughs) if i could have but (laughs) um 
yeah, I'm still waiting for the stuff to arrive here. Stuff catches on quite late here. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, I got something that I'm not sure that uh, you have. Also a vodka uh, mix that I did. What do you got? Um, so, you know the company Schweppes? I'm not yeah. sure. Do you, do you call it that as well? Yep. Yeah, we have Okay. That. And uh, they've got a Russian wild berry. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, it's pink. I love it. We definitely uh, have that. It's uh, yeah, it's it's slightly pink um, in color. It's still a little bitter. Um, it's like it's like a it's like a berry flavored tonic water basically, and it's a bit more on the sweet side. Um, zero calories because artificial sweetness. Love you. Um, <laughs> And yeah, mix that with um, more vodka that I would like to admit. Oh. And, and, and the stuff actually masks a whole lot of pain. <laughs> speaking, of ma- <laughs> speaking of masking pain, I drank my entire drink in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> so uh, if you'll bear with me, I need to go get another one. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, cue music. Yeah. Let's be real here, though. I'm quite worried about Jason. I think he might have a problem. His consumption of uh, bubbly definitely is getting out of hand, you know, guys? I mean, there's only so much artificial flavor one person can take, and uh, I really worry about him. It's affecting his brain. It's affecting... His looks, frankly, it's, it's, it's affecting his looks. Um, he, he really starts looking quite rugged. And uh, last time we were video chatting, um, I, 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 think he, I think he had a, All an right. IV there we go. Uh, bubbly. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome Good. back. Yeah, welcome back. So, I was silent for the last minute, and that was quite awkward. <laughs> I, could hear, I, definitely, I could hear you uh, talking I, in my headphones. <laughs> fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, no, my drink definitely is not empty because uh, I poured it in a, a half liter glass. Uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, we already touched on Elon Musk, something that I would uh, quite literally would like to do some someday. Um, and he he was on Saturday Night Live. You got that right? Yeah, I saw the uh, the opening thing, opening monologue. Yeah, yeah. So there's something that we need to talk about, and um, this is this is actually quite serious. So. <laughs> In one of those sketches um, he participated in, he played a cowboy. <laughs> okay. And uh, they were joking back and forth about the boring company and about him drilling through the earth and nah, 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 nah. all fun and games. And then um, he mentioned that uh, he has got a. <sighs> Pains me to say it. He's got an electric horse parked in front of the bar. An electric horse. <sighs> Title of our episode number two. Holy shit. My, my proposition of how we would get around uh, in a fun way, which would be an electric horse. And... That was sorry, episode it's, six. It's, Ah, uh, could be. I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but still, I'm I'm getting quite emotional with this. It's um, joke ceiling is isn't cool, man. It's not cool. I think and you should take it uh, take uh, it as a compliment because Elon Musk almost assuredly listened to episode six. He saw the title and he liked it so much that he thought he'd incorporate it in his um, national television debut. Hmm. So I wouldn't go that far because I'm just not as self-absorbed as you are. 
but um, I would definitely claim that um, the entire staff of SNL listens to our podcast, and uh, since they are the ones writing the jokes, they incorporated it. And um, I gotta say, guys, I, I thought you were above stuff like that. Um, apparently not. Uh, it's is it because I'm European and Jason's Canadian? Yeah, it, we don't is have it laws. That? It's easy. You can just rip us off. We don't have laws. Oh, fuck. I think that's just yeah. It. So so um, at this point, what's what's coming next? Are you gonna do a sketch about uh, the Matrix and how people are shitting themselves in the pots? Huh? <laughs> is, is that what you guys are gonna do? <sighs> if it happens, we have to do something. You realize that now? Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to, well, do, 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 I don't know what the fuck I would do. Probably fly, just cry. Fly down to New York, st storm the S SNL building, which I think is NBC, uh, and demand to host the show. <laughs> I'm sure that'll yeah. go over real well. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, there was a thing on Bill Burr's podcast last week uh, about joke stealing. Uh, and he said that, yeah, joke stealing definitely isn't a thing. But 99% of decent comedians wouldn't do it. So from now on, we should probably just call uh, SNL the 1% show. <laughs> Well, I'm deeply hurt, kind of aroused, and very confused. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. but but uh, yeah. To keep it real here, uh, I've I haven't watched the whole monologue. I've just watched like the uh, what do you call it, like a short clip collection, basically mm. of of the show, of the various sketches and stuff, and. Uh, <sighs> I've watched a lot of interviews with Elon, and I wasn't aware that he's that weird. Uh, uh, have you seen the interview with him on Joe Rogan? Uh, partially, partially. I mean, obviously the famous uh, weed sure, smoking yeah. scene, uh, but also there was a part of him explaining how to colonize Mars, like in his opinion. Um, I watched that part, which I think was like a 15-minute clip or something. Um, he seemed less awkward, maybe because he was sitting. I don't know. Maybe that's actually something because he seemed very uncomfortable standing well, there. And yeah. well, yeah, like he's podcast is different. He's just talking to him and then recording. And I think because there's an audience in front of him, and then he knows there's mm -hmm. like you know four or five cameras on him, uh, mm. and it's live, so there's no there's no do overs. Uh, mm. I think. That would just—I mean, I know I would be shitting my pants if I was if I was in his position, and especially mm. somebody who's not known for, you know, who's awkward on a good day, and then on yeah. a bad day is just like straight up from another planet. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, <laughs> yeah, no surprise there. I saw—I I laughed when um, I, I'm kind of following cryptocurrencies because my stock trading yeah. has has not really been going very well, and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed when uh, when they mentioned Dogecoin because then they yeah, cra yeah. they crashed it by like uh, it 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 sh it crashed by like twenty percent after she mentioned like oh I hope it's not Dogecoin <laughs> yeah 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 and then I was like I got to yeah. invest <laughs> I mean as someone who is in crypto but uh, not in Doge <laughs> uh, but I'm like a small part in. Bitcoin, bigger part in Ethereum, and a little bit in the central end. Um, it's it's quite a travesty what's going on right now. Uh, not just with with stocks, but the same phenomenon happening with uh, crypto. Um, there's a great video on YouTube uh, by uh, Wired. Mm -hmm. um, they have an uh, an expert on blockchain uh, explaining what blockchain is. And uh, there's this this video series from Wired called um, "Explaining a Concept uh, in Five Levels," 
And oh, yeah, in this case, it, it was blockchain. Yeah, it's actually a great, great uh, series they have. And uh, she was explaining how blockchain worked and stuff. And not being in the IT space myself, it's it's really confusing because it's so abstract. Um, but yeah, now that there's this whole controversy with um, Elon Musk, like, listen to this, dodging Bitcoin. Um for you know as a as a payment method uh, mm-hmm. now because he says it's not not sustainable enough and stuff and the the proposals he's made uh why dogecoin would actually be better and how you could increase dogecoin and stuff um reading about that and what experts have to say about that shows that you know Elon is in it for the memes like Oh, yeah, he's just having fun. He doesn't care. <sighs> yes, but there's a lot of people that don't realize that. There's a lot of people that think that because the... the he made a fucking you know, flamethrower as a way to fundraise his company. <laughs> exactly. But that's what people don't realize, right? That he's only in there for the memes. And he's a billionaire. He doesn't care about Dogecoin. He, he doesn't care about that. He literally invents... Everything that only, well, most things that only rich people will be able to afford. And uh, so, yeah. It's and it, yeah. And, and the funny thing is he might actually put Dogecoin as a way to the pay. And then I'm, I'm going to be rich <laughs> because the value of them are going to skyrocket. Yeah. I so my biggest problem is like how valuable is Dogecoin right now? It's about sixty four cents per coin. Oh really? Fuck. Okay, it actually yeah. skyrocketed more than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> See, the thing that I don't understand, and the thing that I do understand with Bitcoin, at least insofar as relating to like traditional currency, is like there is a theoretical, f- not finite, but asymptotic amount of coins that can be mined based on time and compute power of like solving Mm. these equations for prime numbers or whatever however they're mined Mm. and at some point you start to approach kind of a limit uh of the number of coins so then Mm. as demand increases for them because the supply can't increase um the value increases per coin and then everyone just works in fractions of a coin but as yeah. far as I understand, Dogecoin is not limited in the same way. So, yeah. for me, I mean, I'm all about, you know, just making a quick buck. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Um, I just think it's hilarious that there's a lot of people that genuinely think or genuinely, you know, put a lot of money in stuff like Dogecoin, for example. Um, or like... GameStop, I mean, those fuckers are still going. And, like, literally today, I saw a post on Reddit where they were like, so if the value of GameStop stock uh, isn't at 1 million, you know, we're just going to hold until it's 1 million. And I'm like, "It's yeah, that's that's not how it works. Well, that's it is, just- but everyone, every single person has to agree. And nobody will. Everyone's going to see it go up to $1,000, panic and sell nobody will (laughs) wait that long theoretically but that also is dependent on everyone playing by the rules and we've already seen in the past in the in the past that that's not the case people will do whatever because the punishment is less than the amount that they're going to lose if they just let it happen Hmm. and so why would anyone believe that that's going to happen like that that's not going to happen again yeah, there's no, I mean, there's nothing to re- no reason. Yeah, let's let's see let's see what happens. Uh, I'm just you know, I hope that there's. So my biggest concern is about people putting their life savings and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. be- be- because I think it's definitely something that happens, and I don't necessarily want that to happen because it's still very risky investments don't have 100% you know guarantee for anything and yeah it's literally just, gambling yes and uh well 
but then again, it makes for some juicy memes, so <laughs> I don't care. I don't care uh, that much. Yeah, Let's I mean, see. I'm not putting a lot of money in it, but I mean, so I, I installed this app called Kraken, um, mm-hmm. which is like has access to all these crypto uh, currencies, and and they all like there's obviously the ones you know, but then there's there's so many, and it, it as it turns out, anyone who has like knowledge in this sort of thing can just create one in in a day. Yeah. And uh and it leads to things like some of them are really promising. Some of them have, you know, $22 billion market share called Chainlink. Listen to the description. Mm-hmm. User reputation and validation systems to reward honest behavior among tamper-proof oracles. The Chainlink network connects smart contracts to real-world data, events and payments. What the fuck does that mean? Mm. None of that means and those are just words as Steve Carell would say. Uh none yeah. of that means anything to me like uh, i think so for example our german um vaccination passport that we have now that's Mm -hmm. digital is run by ethereum so yeah so that's what i don't understand they can also be platforms and a currency no not like that because ethereum is purely a platform and there's tokens that you can buy in order to participate in that and to validate it because that's basically what tokens are. You're validating the blockchain. Um, but Bitcoin, as you mentioned before, is theoretically unlimited also because, you know, quantum computers and stuff like that. So right, let's see yeah. what happens there. Yeah. Um, I've just yesterday watched something about quantum computers uh, computers, and I uh, still have no idea how they work. Um, all I know is that uh, bits are not zeros and ones anymore, but have multiple states that they can be at. And that's about the extent of my knowledge that I have now. <laughs> and uh, it, it just can you know, simulate and calculate stuff that's way beyond what uh, a simple transistor-run machine could do. And so I think once they arrive um, and once they are, you know, commercially available, at least for, you know, banks and stuff like that, uh, I I think there's a lot that will change. But let's just see. I, I think... No matter what you do, getting into crypto and stocks in your 20s um, and you're not completely irresponsible, go do that because that's more than like 80, 90% of people would do at your age. I know a few few people who made a lot of money by the age of like 25 in the stock market too. And it's, I mean, obviously you, you get lucky sometimes, but like a lot of this stuff if you're not if you're not looking for a quick buck you can put money mm-hmm. in and then in the long run you will actually have a nice return that will yeah. will net you money that's the thing so i mainly invested in etfs so in uh, like index uh stuff basically um and you know i mean right now <laughs> things just in general in the stock market are not looking that great but um, in the long run, like 20, 30 years from now, um, I-, I will have a decent amount of money. And uh, that's just what you should be looking for. And yeah, sure, you can watch YouTube videos and read books about how to interpret charts and those candle charts and, and whatnot. And m- maybe you'll achieve something with that, but most likely you'll just be lucky and... I, you know, I hope that for some people it works out, but it's just like, you know, this, for for every person who's like, oh, I've made a million in the stock market within a year, there's like a million people who've lost everything in that year. Absolutely, yeah. By doing the same thing. And so I would just stay very conservative with, with all that stuff and be be a bit cautious. Yeah, like you but, you have to uh, look you only have to look no look no further than Reddit to see how many mm. people are are like hoping for something to happen and very openly too and then yeah nothing happening. And it's like that is your sample size right there of people who who yeah. are not lucky. 
the people who are super lucky are very few and far between. And even when they are, they are working very hard. They are living it. That is not something that they do on us on the side, on their phone while they're at work on their lunch break or something. Yeah. I mean, there are people, but those are experienced people. Like my uncle, for example, he's been in the stock market uh, for, oh God, I want to say 40 years now. And uh, he's also studied finance. Um, He's, you know, he has a foundation of knowledge, which also derives from just like, just like, and and you know what I mean, uh, like in your case, chemists, in my case, uh, biochemists that have been doing that stuff for 40 years since they have, yeah, you, you know, learn everything. Knowledge of how things work that is just intuitive. Yeah, yeah. Well, it also derives from you've been there when methods have been very different. When right. you couldn't, you know, like in 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 the stock market, you couldn't just you know buy stocks via the internet. You had to call someone. You had to go to the actual uh, broker and uh, you know put your order there uh, my uncle actually told me this insane story where uh must have been in in the late 90s so things were already done uh via the internet um but everything was just very slow and he told me that he had a uh put option which basically means that he basically put a bet on in this case a currency that he bet on and um, going down and you have to you know fulfill this option as quickly as possible before either it expires or the course changes again in the opposite direction because uh once you've reached a certain limit in the opposite direction of uh, which you uh, bet on um, your option is gone and all the money you've put in there, like your betting money, um, is just gone. And he received a call by his broker when he was in the car with his friend. And, uh, he was trading in Munich. So he had to get to Munich. He couldn't just do it from his phone because obviously smartphones haven't been a thing yet. So he basically pushed his friend who was driving uh, to drive as quickly as possible to his apartment. And by the time he got to his computer, um, the option had already been knocked out uh. because the <laughs> opposite limit had been reached. So, yeah, and that's just stuff that still happens, actually, but not as frequently anymore. But because now you have all those apps that are just enabling young people to irresponsibly put their money on something that they don't know uh i think there's so many losers right now way 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 more than there have been back in the day because people with not a lot of money wouldn't have gone into the stock market like 20 30 years ago and now it's like you know you pay as a provision of one euro and you can trade as much as you want and yeah like before becoming a day trader you should probably just become a regular trader and maybe just you know yeah play it cool at first uh pretty much you're gonna lose whatever you put in when you first go Mm -hmm. you're not gonna get lucky like you might think you are and i know i did think i was gonna i I thought i had a great idea there was a company that my company was related to and and i was like they are they are a fledgling little little startup. They are going to be huge. They for some reason went public very early on before they had any oh, sort w- of. W- wait a, wait a, wait a second. Um, I'm gonna bleep that out. But are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> those, those those fuckers. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and then like it was all speculative, uh, and then I don't know I don't know if I should talk about like. If they're who they're who they're related to, or like who nah, people thought. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 um, don't. So, anyways, That's just, yeah. People thought that it was gonna be a sure thing that this would develop, and I was like, it's stupid cheap. I'm gonna buy like a couple hundred shares in this company, and I'm gonna be mm-hmm. rich. And people on the internet seemed to agree, and they thought that that was a sure thing. 
and uh, not just people on the internet also my girlfriend and i who've also bought about a thousand shares <laughs> and uh and you know what to to their credit that might that might happen um but it's the business that they are in is also a very very slow moving business and that's mm-hmm. something that takes a decade to develop before it's profitable and like operating and like it's just you know there's no quick turnaround there that's something where you just put it in and you forget about it for years you just there's no but of course my first time in the in the stock market i was like monitoring it hourly i'm like oh it's going down it's yeah. going down and um those are just penny stocks in general it's it's just like it's it's roller coaster that you just you take a chance, you put it on, and then you forget about it because you just you can't yeah. live in that uh, chaos. About that, about that company that you've been talking about, um, it's we're not gonna say nice. which company it is, but uh, it's a Canadian company. And I told my uncle that I, you know, told you about it before, and he was like, "Is it a Canadian company?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, pull your money out just immediately," <laughs> and I'm like. Why? And apparently, the uh, so the threshold of capital that you need um, for an IPO is a lot lower in Canada than for a lot of other countries. And well, they're also not on the TSX. They're not on the Toronto Stock Exchange. They're on the like super like penny stock exchange that's in calgary alberta it's shady to say the least and i told him and he was like yeah just pull your money out like don't even wait for it to get profitable like just don't um and yeah i think it's penny stocks in general so if you know if anyone listening uh you're interested in going into the stock market or you already are maybe either you know shoot us some tips you know at friends apart pod on twitter maybe uh or just take everything we we talk about with a grain of salt because obviously neither jason or i have any idea what we're talking about i mean we are let's be honest even though we're considered experts in our fields i have a, <laughs> i have a massive fraud complex and uh i'm i'm not sure if i know anything about anything so uh just just don't yeah, that's d- right. don't okay we, we we have a podcast which is 80 percent uh dick balls piss and and alcohol jokes so <laughs> uh maybe not not take i mean i know people are taking financial advice from reddit now but but there's there's smart people on there too if you sift through it yeah possibly I, i'm quite sure you could get some decent financial advice on pornhub as well but <laughs> I mean, what I've learned is <laughs> is true. that it's quite easy to uh, receive a contract for a uh, much more expensive um, uh, real estate that I could afford by uh, simply uh, banging the broker. That that seems to work quite well. Hmm. So yeah, maybe maybe yeah, take that seriously and try it, and just let us know how it went. <laughs> Yeah, uh, film it. Maybe if you want to, send it to uh, friendsapartpod at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. That's, that's good. That's good. That's um, good. You know, uh, speaking of experts in our yeah. field, I was going to say, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, we just, we have a podcast full of bullshit. <laughs> We're uh, <laughs> with no no hint of any sort of credibility or, or uh, <laughs> competency. <laughs> And I'm uh, at the at the uh, the risk of uh, exposing our work site, so I was like, maybe maybe we should have a a serious podcast where we actually discuss the topics <laughs> we know, uh, or not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Not really as, as I was saying, um, I got a massive fraud complex. I don't know about you, but uh, for, for me, it's like anytime I talk about something related to my work. Um, Especially on the internet, I'm just waiting for someone to disprove me uh, and just shatter mm, my world. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe that's actually coming in the future. Um, we, we, I'm not we, sure. We'll see. I mean, we do have 
different expertises so it would be a nice platform you know for people to ask questions because i think uh we are both in fields you being in uh i i don't want to be too specific let's let's say in in science (laughs) (laughs) yes uh you being in the field of renewable energy and me being in the field of medicine in, in general um I think there's definitely a lot to talk about. Uh, so, yeah, if if anyone's interested in that, just let us know. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I have a massive fraud complex or if I am incredibly self-aware <laughs> and I understand that I'm not <laughs> that special. Dude, I looked at your uh, uh, first awful paper that you have and you have over 50 citations. Dude, like, it, that's not bad. That's... R- Oh that's, yeah, I got really good. I got I got cited by uh, one of the most famous uh, res- like researchers in that area. Damn, that's awesome. In in the world, he he, I, someone someone uh, took a picture of his slide where he cited my paper at a, at a conference and and then said Jason's famous. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And then I tried to add that motherfucker on LinkedIn, but he's like eighty nine and he didn't he didn't accept <laughs> my. Uh, <laughs> Oh God, yeah. So, I, I was uh, thinking about so. There's a <laughs> oh God. I always so. I I got a uh, idea for, for for a sitcom. Okay, uh, I, right. I've had that for quite a while, but I'm just not sure how this would land. So hear me out. Yeah, Big Bang Theory landed. Then it's <laughs> it's kind of actually the, I think, kind of the opposite of, of Big Bang Theory. So okay. you have an old scientist, all right? Like an old, old scientist. And he's just completely disconnected from the reality of what the science is right now. And mm-hmm. he, for whatever reason, uh, still has a lab where they do experiments the way they did like 60, 70 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, no one's ever really noticed until he gets this, like, young <laughs> student in his lab. Uh, and he or she just notices how things are kind of weird. And there, there's, you know, this relationship developing between the student and, like, this old professor. And uh, he's trying to get the old guy to implement more modern techniques and uh, he's just completely baffled by how it's not allowed to do experiments on like handicapped people anymore and <laughs> how it's ethically uh, reprehensible to uh, just you know catch wild animals and just conduct research on them <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think there's a whole thing that could be made from that but like i mean if anyone's listening and wanting to do that i wouldn't even be mad if you stole that like just go ahead i mean elon fucking musk stole our joke so it's, it's yeah okay. that's it's okay, true i guess um okay there's another thing i wanted to ask you so dominoes the the, the game or the pizza well if you want to call it pizza yeah sure um all right so in all seriousness, so so last time I, I I'm not sure if I talked about this on podcast or after the podcast. Um, my favorite pizza is the pizza Crazy Dog by by um, Domino's, and it's a concept that Jason made me aware of. Does not exist outside of Europe, which is um, it's based on the IKEA hot dog, and. The IKEA hot, which is a Danish hot dog in a Swedish store. Yes, yeah. So it would go by Danish hot dogs with you guys, right? Yeah. yeah. So just you know, bun, wiener, and uh, then like uh, uh, pickles and uh, fried onions, and uh, yeah, ketchup and, and mustard, I guess. That's that's pretty much it. And a snack sauce, which we don't have either, which is kind of like Miracle Whip for anyone in North America. It's like tangy, tangy-ish uh, mayonnaise. We we have Miracle Whip, and I think it doesn't taste anything like it. Like it's different. Yeah, we don't have snack sauce. Yeah. It's I'm not sure the difference. I think snack sauce is pretty much like you universally used uh, 
I call I call it an orange sauce, which is like a mix of like mayo, ketchup, a little bit of mustard, usually like some relish or something in there as well, uh, a little bit of vinegar. It's like and it's like Big Mac sauce. Yeah, right, Big Mac sauce. Yeah, minus the tarragon. Yeah, is there? There's no tarragon in Big um, Mac sauce. So McDon- McDonald's has a had a campaign probably f- fuck 10 years ago now yeah. um, where people were like demanding that McDonald's like explain how they're because I don't, I don't know why it popped up where people were like really up in arms about their the quality of their food and the ingredients and yeah. shit. And so McDonald's had this like 100 percent transparency campaign where anyone could ask any question about their food and they would answer it honestly and someone said what is the ingredients in the big mac sauce and then the head chef of mcdonald's took a video of him making it by scratch Mm -hmm. and there was a ton of fucking spices and tarragon and weird shit that you would never put in a sauce tarragon okay that's interesting yeah oh and a funny one also funny anecdote there was like there's a crazy like super long chemical name which i can't remember (laughs) and uh Someone was like, what the fuck is this? And why is this in my French fries? <laughs> and then they said, um, so this is like an anti-foaming agent that you put in the oil with the fries to prevent um, our employees getting burned. Oh, damn. <laughs> they Shit got real, real oil fast. Ex- explo- yeah, it prevents the oil from bubbling and splashing and exploding if you put fries in too quickly into the oil. <laughs> and so naturally, when you take it out, some of it's on the fries. It's harmless. It's a safety precaution for our employees. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like scary. People see like a 19 letter long uh, chemical and they're like, well, that's obviously deadly. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Damn. So, okay, let me just say um, the Big Mac sauce. So I've tried to recreate it myself at home. Um, by just following a recipe online, and it's pretty much what I said before. So mayo, ketchup, a little bit of mustard, um, pickle relish, um, uh, fuck vinegar, salt, pepper, uh, paprika powder, and uh, garlic powder, a little bit of onion powder, and you, you're pretty much there. It, it tastes pretty much the same. And I would say that the snack sauce is is kind of like that it's i think you got it quite right it's, it's pretty much like big mac sauce or like burger sauce in general yeah, yeah. and so anyways dominos that that's where we were coming from so uh god i think that's the first time that i actually picked up a train of thought that we left 10 minutes ago <laughs> we're making progress man so did, did you did, did you did, did you just belch or like yeah excuse no, me i'm sorry have some have some respect, man. I mean, f- fuck, what's what's wrong with you? I mean, didn't didn't, didn't you? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's <sighs> the uh, official. <laughs> no, no, it's everything. No, I'm just. It's pretty much hard as a said. steel Never pipe, mind. man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, um, the the pizza by Domino's is like uh, so pizza base and it has uh the ingredients of a danish hot dog on it and it's it's just amazing it's oh fuck it's so indulgent it's so fatty it's it's so bad for you but i try to offset it with just eating a whole ton of like broccoli and spinach and shit (laughs) throughout the day all week yeah all week just to just to have that pizza on sunday (laughs) Your emaciated body is ready for this <laughs> this hot disc of cheese and meat. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so are there any weird pizzas that Domino's offers in Canada? Domino's specifically? Like, we got a ton of pizza companies. Well, okay. L- okay l- 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 I'm going to go to the Domino's website. <laughs> well, let me put it another, another way because, I mean... Um, for us, most uh, pizza places are traditional Italian pizza places, so they order uh, well. They 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 offer yeah. like traditional pizza, but what's like the weirdest kind of pizza that you could get in in Canada? In your opinion? Um, I mean, they're I don't think I don't know if they're gonna be weird. They're all they're all kind of like they're all just permutations of full meals on a pizza. So there's like barbecue chicken. There's like some pasta primavera pizza. Or like some f- 
alf- chicken Alfredo pizza or like a Greek pizza. Um, Is there a poutine pizza? I would say, uh, no, I don't think that would really work. Um, <laughs> All but, right, but pasta Alfredo pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's the line. <laughs> that's it. Um, I will say, okay, so we have, uh, at least in Nova Scotia here, there's a, a Lebanese donair is a is a huge thing that's like the halifax donair is is so it's something that doesn't exist in the rest of canada like kind of in the eastern provinces like probably prince edward island new brunswick nova uh newfoundland habit Mm -hmm. and um basically it's it's like uh, it's a middle eastern kebab kind of style meat but it's a little bit spicier and sweeter at the same time Mm -hmm. and then um, you have a you got a pita, and you just put a fuck ton of this sliced meat on there, and then tomatoes, onions, and a sweet oh sorry mozzarella cheese, and then a sweet sauce, which is condensed milk, vinegar, and garlic. Fuck, that sounds awesome. And so it's just this fucking messy as shit, delicious meaty sweet thing, and um, you can't really get it anywhere, at, uh, outside of the eastern provinces, and. Um, we put it on a pizza too, so you get the meat and the everything but the pita, basically, and then they put it on a pizza. But but as well. But they just give me a second. Mr. Gorbachev wants to have a talk in the toilet. Uh, it's <laughs> just just a second. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck that 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 was a close one, man. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay? oh let's never do that again, man. Um, okay, so sorry, I just got a quick question. Uh, why Lebanese donair? That, that that's kind of weird to me because I, you know, I mean, donair technically is German. Uh, no, no, it's not at all. Uh, so I mean, every every probably gonna offend some people if I say like most Lebanese most fuck <laughs> most Middle Eastern countries have some permutation of the kebab yeah as a food so there's like um in let's say in ontario in the central canada the shawarma is very popular and that is um uh fuck also lebanese food and that's kind of like um chicken-based things and falafel kind of stuff as well and then like i know turkish in turkish food is very common in germany we don't have much turkish food in canada at all uh it's very rare that that that's Um, true but they've all so the origin i mean in turkey was still called shish kebab and mm -hmm. like the donair like you know it um is pretty much from well it's not from Germany, but uh, the the kind of donair that we know now is from Germany, pretty much. So, like, not the concept of sliced meat, of course not. Like, that's you, you, you're yeah, 100% yeah. right. Like, the whole shawarma, <laughs> shish kebab, like, all those, like, uh, mm. you, you have a, I think you call it gyro, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so I don't know the pronouncing. Like I've people have told me that you don't pronounce the G. It's pronounced Euro. It's it's uh, gyros actually. <laughs> That's how you pronounce oh, it. But okay. well, but yeah, know. you know what I mean. So all those same same idea. Yeah, yeah, and you're totally right. That's all like permutations of of sliced meat, basically uh, on a on a, on mm-hmm. a big meat cone. Just with different toppings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big meat cone. That would have been an <laughs> awesome nickname in high school, but unfortunately, you get a bumper sticker with yeah, that. Unfortunately, my nickname was uh, uh, Meat Toothpick. Let's have, <laughs> let's have a moment of silence. It's 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 not very long, but it's at least very it's, sharp. It's very very. It'll puncture the skin. It's very thin. It's like an acupuncture needle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think in this case it's kind of just a name. It's not. It's just a term. Yeah. That, like it's it's not similar to the to your donair yeah. in Germany. Um, and 
But but I gotta say the concept yeah. of a, a doner on pizza sounds very appealing. I'm very sure that we have that as well. I I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure as well. And yeah, I would <clears> love that. Like actually, the pizza that I got today um, is called a gourmet pizza, uh, and it has so like sliced uh, steak and mm -hmm. uh, broccoli and uh, hollandaise sauce. And oh fuck, I'm so looking forward to it. I'm actually I'm starving. And oh god, I'm so looking forward to that. Um also That sounds incredible. Also, quick update on Far Cry 5. Uh, since last week I told you that I'm oh, right. I, I suck balls. Um it's 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 gotten better. It's gotten a lot better. So I definitely agree what this one Reddit guy posted that after the first region it gets better. Um I still suck. I've I've watched a bunch of gameplays on YouTube, and it made me really realize that I'm just I'm not used to that fast paced. Uh, it's called Twitch gaming. Like you're not, you know, you're not doing it every day, yeah. like for hours on end. It's yeah. just yeah, no surprise. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I used to. Be. I watched this hilarious video of like an ex Green Beret. And a martial artist who's also a stuntman. And both of them commented on Far Cry 5, like some gameplay. And you know it's a good video when you have an ex-Green Beret who's like, did he just impale this guy with a shovel? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you could do that. I, I think you could very well do that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, YouTube's such a <laughs> shit show. Uh, anyways, okay, so I'm hungry as fuck, we should end this podcast, um, so, yeah, for real, if any of you guys are interested in some real talk conversations, like, professionally and stuff, uh, hit us up, I mean, maybe, I mean, fuck, now you've got this idea planted <clears throat> in my brain, and... I got a lot to say about some recent topics as well, so, uh, a lot of ranting to do. I hope do. it's not printers. <laughs> No, not printers this time. Yeah, that's a deep cut. No, Shaq's <laughs> safe. Uh, um, but we'll only do it if we have fans. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of which, okay, just one, just one more thing. So mm. uh, update on the uh, RSS feed uh, as well. So I'm still. So I definitely do not download our podcast, and still it keeps prompting. <laughs> clicks from my area and either some of my colleagues uh you know downloaded it uh i don't know some friends even i don't <laughs> know but um there have been some developments um okay so obviously uh, i mean google bots are still very much on top on the list i mean they are just crushing it i mean thank you google bots for just completely fucking over our uh uh, statistics um there's definitely um an increase now so we have oh no we still have 40 percent googlebot um podnots are still uh the you know the top real provider and stuff but uh <laughs> for whatever reasons the guy in the states really seemed to enjoy this podcast i mean haven't we made you feel like bad enough by now <laughs> I'm not sure, and it's even states that I, I'm not sure how our kind of comedy works. But I mean, we're in Kansas, we're in Ohio, we're in Michigan. Hey man, that's we're cool. We're in Georgia. Uh, it's that's awesome. A little bit of California there as well. Um, Shout out to my American brothers and sisters. Yeah, I mean, they cool. will. Thanks. They, they will resent you just like my parents did. Um, and yeah still belgium going strong love you guys that's awesome uh yeah but i I just don't think they understand what we're saying that's all i don't know i mean we, we've still got probably like one single accidental listener in japan so uh <laughs> some some babies just like smashing the mouse and it accidentally navigates to our podcast plays it yeah right also somehow there's been some clicks from berlin uh yeah big shout out to you guys i hate your guts you you've got the shittiest city in germany um 
but yeah, I, okay. I, I hope you're doing well and stuff. Do you want to talk about it or, or next episode? I don't know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much cool. shit. My, my girlfriend loves uh, Canada and I love her, so automatically, not, not Canada, fuck Berlin, sorry. Wow! Was, cool. That, Thanks. That, that was a fruity. That, that was a fruity. I mean, I, I love Canada, <laughs> even though I still haven't. Did you been just there. mispronounce a German word? Well, it's called Freudian. Well, also, Freudian. <laughs> but what did I say? Yeah. Freudian. Oh, fruited. That that sounds weird. Uh, no, that's not. <laughs> the fuck. That's not what it's supposed to, <laughs> supposed to sound like. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but right. I mean, I love that you guys are uh, keeping it going. Um, actually, last episode Look. crushed. It's like last episode was going way three better. listens. No, it was actually way better than any of the the episodes prior. So um, yeah, keep it going, guys. Um, I mean, that's cool. Look, I never met, I never expected to have a huge following or anything. I don't re- really care, but. This is fun for me, and I think it's fun for you. And oh no, I I, I fucking hate it. it I'm really awesome. only there to like <laughs> satisfy my narcissistic traits, and I just want to get famous as quickly as possible. And if I can do it that way, I will just uh, create an OnlyFans and uh, uh, just parade my dick. You haven't. <laughs> do, do do you? No, I don't. No, I don't. What? I don't understand how it works. Do you think this? Yeah, I was actually really confused. I was, okay, so, okay, real talk. I was on the OnlyFans website once. I literally typed in OnlyFans.com. I just wanted to know what it's all about. And there was not one single titty that I, like, encountered. No, you got to pay for it. No, but the weird part is that if you go, like, okay, type in OnlyFans.com right now. All right. OnlyFans.com. I like like that. I, no, I know the I know the website. No, 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 no. Go on a website, and ah, oh, fuck! You have to create a login. Yeah, I just logged in with Google. Whatever. So, I, I like how the splash page shows like makeup tutorials yes, but that's the, <laughs> and no, people exercising. No, 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 no. That's the thing. So, the the front page shows only that. The front page for me it showed like a professional skateboarder, and Jack Silver. Oh, I wonder what he's about. <laughs> And like a professional skateboarder and some, I don't know, some, yeah, fitness, whatever, girl. And um, there is this platform on OnlyFans for, you know, like exclusive content for fans. I mean, that's what it was supposed to be. That was the whole point originally. And and I mean, it still is, only that, you know, the creators are just usually naked now. But um, I'm, I'm a fan of puss. There's cats on there. You can you can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So uh, I, I think that was the comedic highlight of today. Uh, wow. And uh, anyways, um, we can discuss OnlyFans in, in depth at a later time. Yeah. But know know that there are websites that like catalog the videos. It's like the Pornhub of of OnlyFans, where you can just see them all for free. That's, if you're interested. Yeah, I, I think I have to leave now. <laughs> I, I only know this because mm-hmm. the internet is a place. Mm-hmm. So, Anyways, thanks for listening. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Um, go have yourselves a wonderful week wherever you are and a fabulous day. You're all beautiful people. Thank except you. Except you fuckers from Berlin and Belgium. I mean, the fuck are you even listening to this? But all right. Get, yeah. You, all right. You, you Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I feel so bad about myself today. <laughs>